Hi everyone, welcome to the Podex podcast. So this series hopes to bring forth the voices of the people in the people and organizational development space to share about what we do and to tap into our wisdom of what inspired us to begin on our journey and the journey itself to where we are today. So in today's episode, we have Reggie and let me give you a brief introduction of Reggie. Uh, Reggie works for a non-profit faith-based organization. He helps youth to navigate meaning and purpose of life through conversations and events. He manages a group of volunteers who leads or support the work of helping youth make sense of their lives. Reggie also loves to facilitate conversations for the purpose of building community. Hence, during his free time, he volunteers in his organization and church to design experiences for communities and groups to have deeper, authentic conversations. So without further ado, let us welcome Reggie. Hi, Reggie. Hello. Hi, thanks. Thanks, Matthew, for letting me come on this uh, podcast. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, so glad uh, to have you uh, in this space, you know, for you to share mm-hmm. more about your um, P&OD experience. So to start off with the first question, now what mm-hmm. motivates you to be in the people and organizational development space? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I, think, I think for me, I'm not... Uh, let me caveat first that I'm not like professionally trained. Uh, so I got I, I got into this I got to know about OT space through like uh attending courses and, and that's where um I began to expose to facilitation and, and so on and, and therefore reach the point of uh, organization development now. Uh actually what motivates me is basically I think um okay I'm, okay, number one is of course I'm I hope I was hoping to look for uh, what's next for me in terms of uh, job career but of course on the other hand I think uh, I, I saw how uh, this OD space actually helps uh, uh, corporate companies to be more efficient and productive in their in what they want to achieve and when I look at what they are doing and I saw how in the non-profit organization uh, actually I feel that the non-profit organization also need this uh, OD work uh, to help them to uh, have a breakthrough in terms of the struggles that they are facing in trying to do a good cause. Yeah. So that, 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 that was what motivated me to explore uh, OD space. See, yeah, I think it's so true because in a sense, in the non-profit organization setting, sometimes um, certain things can be hard to quantify also, you know. So for example, like um, success or productivity, sometimes there's no bottom line and having some form of P and OD space actually helps to ensure that, you know, the whole organization from the individual employees to um, the management steering the directions, you know, they're all aligned, you know, so I yeah. That, that is really very important. Mm. Um, what are some of the challenges that you have faced um, while you're in this space or while you're exploring to be in this space? Mm-hmm. I think on the, on the intra, in, intra level, I think it's this idea about uh, there's no professional setup. <laughs> so a lot of things that I'm doing is just try and error based on what I've learned and then I'll just try and see how it works. Um, and... And of course, uh, taking advice from others lah. So that's that one challenge. I think on the on the system or on the group level, um, I think the challenge is that OD is very. If I'm not wrong, OD is actually very new in Singapore, especially even to the corp. <coughs> sorry, to the corporate world. So, uh, maybe <coughs> sorry, maybe it's known in the MMC, but maybe not so known in the SME or or the startup 
or maybe they 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 don't have the resources to do that. So so if it's not that known, right? Uh, what is even more is that it's also not known to NGO. Uh, mm-hmm. so even if we were to tell people like like I I tried to also explain to, uh, my bosses about organization development. So of course, I I get a huh? What's that? Why do we need that? Right? And and even if I try to explain that, okay, so 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 OD is about you know uh, how the organization work together. Uh so naturally you think, oh, so it's about team building, is it? It's about communicate team communication, is it? It's about leadership, is it? So actually, yes, it's, it is, but it's not really. So I think one of my challenges is also to help them see why what is OD and then how does OD actually help us reach uh whatever uh good cause that we uh, we we hope to have? Yeah, of course. On on this note, uh, OD in the NGO world is of course uh in terms of cost lah. Yeah, so it's hard to hard to justify the cost for it. Uh, in, in terms of money, because I think in a non in a profit organization you have money. Yeah, in a non profit organization, people are driven by, uh, cost rather as in C A U S rather than money so it's a different playbook yeah yeah i think you rightly pointed out a relevant point about um even when the smes or some of the companies that might not even have the awareness of the importance of p and od you know let, let alone certain uh ngos and I, and I think there's a lot of awareness that needs to be created and perhaps like what you have shared um some people may not be aware and some people may even have misconceptions about this term, POD yeah. space or, or development. And, and I think that's where, you know, we, we, we need to educate um, and share, you know, with people around us, how does this actually um, benefit, you know, at organizational level. Mm-hmm. And you shared about um, the challenges about not having uh, perhaps proper uh, qualification in this field. And I, and I guess, I don't know, maybe in the context of Singapore, um, inevitably, some of us, you might be still going through that paper chase. But I guess nowadays, people are also looking at a package, right? You know, like um, not just the paper, but also the relevant work experience. So I think I think it's good that currently, you know, in your current organization, you're exploring this, um, how you can, you know, implement OD and hopefully this experience will also um, benefit you, I, I'm sure, you know, in your in your next venture or in the future. So, so currently, you know, um, coming back to, you mentioned about try and error, you know, like, like trying out, um, P and OD in your current organization. So how does this work look like currently for you? Mm. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, so I think um, in a number of organization, uh, we work mainly with a lot of volunteers. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm very grateful for people who are willing to volunteer, uh, especially I think they, they volunteer because uh, they, they resonate with the cost as in CAUSE. And in in my context, I think they are they are even willing to uh, make a lot of sacrifice for the cost. Yeah, and I think because they they, they do it either is out oh, because of their faith or out oh, because of really the, the 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 concern about the next generation of youth and so on. So they make sacrifices such as like uh sacrificing their happy holiday or sacrifices such as like I volunteer to actually come down to uh my place I think sorry, the office almost like two to three nights a week and it's not like uh for one week but maybe it's for subsequent two or three weeks kind. Yeah, it's because they, they, they do see, you know, the 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 value. And these volunteers they also uh serve as so 
there are two kinds, right? There's one that's supporting, there's one that's leading. Yeah. So so you, you see, even taking up leadership uh, is also a time given also. So as a person that is in charge of the, the department, uh, I think for me as a staff, I would want to make sure that their effort, what they are putting in, uh, does contribute to somewhere. Yeah. So in a non-profit organization, I think it's not easy to measure the KPI. So therefore, and also not, not just not easy, but it's also not easy to reach the KPI. So because the work itself is not about money, it's about people. And you know, people is not easy to change. And the result on people is usually not easy also to see also. So therefore, I think, uh, of course, for me, uh, I, I'm concerned about how uh, each, of, each of them, they are working on, on some of these projects and some of these people and are they getting somewhere? Uh, so, so therefore, I think, um, I think that's where I apply the OD work here, uh, with the frameworks that I learned, uh, from different places. Uh, the main aim is actually I hope to, uh, uh, I hope that, you know, I I hope to help the the volunteers better work together, uh, so that we, they can really find their time here meaningful lah. Yeah. So my challenge is that because they are volunteers, right? So they are limited by time and they are also limited by seasons of life. So so some of the things that uh because of these two, right? Um uh, that has uh caused uh, a bit of tension is basically communication and also uh life expectation changes. Lah. Yeah. So because of that, I think that, that affects how they are working together. Uh so like currently actually for this is a real case. So very now, I think I'm also trying to work on how they are communicating, communicating with each other, and uh, so, um, we we just we just the 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 team of leaders volunteers just came to awareness that, uh, there is actually a challenge in making requests, uh, among the team, yeah, uh, of course I I, I don't go to the long story why it led, led to that lah, but I think there is this thing that, uh, on the intrapersonal level, they need to work on, like how. Why, why is making them not willing to make requests? And uh, and how are they also, is there even a, a, a habit of permission to make requests to one another? Uh, I think that such, such thing is a challenge because again, like I mentioned, they are all volunteers. So making a request to each other means somebody will may have to take an extra load, something like that. If should the, should the request be a yes, lah. yeah, something like that. So I think, so I think that's, that's that's one challenge. So so I think for me, how I've applied is of course the framework that I've learned uh may not be directly to OD, but just really uh some of the facilitation or or conversation skills that I've learned uh apply on the system level and on the intrapersonal level. Yeah, through conversation with them as a team and uh, on the individual level with the volunteer. Then of course recently the other way I because I'm not expert, right? So uh I sort of invited a coach, a, a OD coach to come in, uh, to do, uh, 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 intervention, uh, so that the team is aware of where we are and what we want to do next as a team. Yeah. So of course I'm very appreciative about the coach because, uh, he, he didn't charge me like a full amount, but just a simple like honorarium for him to do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so, so I, 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 I'm thankful for the, the time and favor. Mm. So th that's where I am doing the OD work in my own organization.
Oh, thanks so much, Reggie, for that uh, in-depth um, sharing. And then I'll ju I'm just jotting a few points here because having a bit of brain fog as well after COVID, so I just want to make sure I remember. Um, I, I think it was really interesting for you to share how, you know, that sweet balance between volunteers coming and we need to take into consideration the volunteer because they are dedicated in a sense, they want to commit, but yet also that balance about, you know, between their own lives and these volunteers as well, you know, because they are also limited by their own commitments and seasons of life may change, priorities may change and hence um, communications or conversations amongst these volunteers um, may become tricky as, as seasons of life change within them. And I think what, what you rightly pointed out was also how can, uh, how can you then optimize or come up with certain procedures set in place to optimize certain communication um, um, methods, you know, for them to really iron all this out so that at the end of the day, uh, you are still, you know, serving that, that bigger cause. And I, I don't know, just at the back of my mind, I just want to share this, you know, with all those who are listening and tuning in is that, you see, in NGO, they focus a lot on cause, C-A-U-S-E. You know, you kept mentioning this over and over again. And I felt that even for organizations that are not non-profit, you know, many a times you look into things like profit, money, um, you know, productivity and stuff. But sometimes you also need to take a step back to also look at what is the cost of it, C-A-U-S-E. You know, what's the meaning? What is the intent of doing what we are doing at the organ organizational level or at, or at every employee level that we are looking at, you know, so that... Um, collectively, each of these individuals can help um, organizations to thrive and flourish, you know. So, yeah, so I, I, I have gained and, and, and benefited a lot from your sharing. So before we end, you know, are there any words of encouragement that you have to people who are considering to join um, and to do the work that you're doing in, you know, P&OD space? Mm, yeah, I, I just want to do a special shout out to those who are considering doing OD work in the NGO. Um, I think that uh, for me, when I took on this step to try, uh, it, it I mean, on one hand, I at first I I thought really that, uh, because of the certification that's needed, and of course the cost as a DOSD to do it is very high, but I think being I I realized that uh the people the community in the OD space are very generous and very willing to share, and I think so for those who are considering doing especially to the NGOs. Uh, space OD, uh, I would encourage you to really uh give a try and find out. Yeah. Uh, and I I just want to add on, on one more point is that um I think often time, especially in the NGO setting, uh we often want to intervene some of these problems, consistent problems that we are facing via structure change, structure change or strategy and plan. Uh, they are good and they are more they are they are almost sometimes very easy to look into but actually even if you have a plan but you don't have the people to to go along with you your plan will not work also and people are and people are are how to say and how how the culture among the people is uh will also shape the way whether they'll move with you so cultures are what i've learned in the OD space is that cultures are habits a collective of habits. So that's why OD is very important to intervene into the habits of how people uh, see themselves and how people are communicating to each other. Yeah, so so I want to encourage uh, those who are considering this NGO space especially. Uh, it's, it's, it's worth the time. Yeah. 
Thank you so much, Reggie. I mean, just to summarize what Reggie has shared, I think, um, I think what you have rightly pointed out is that that's why P and OD comes together. You know, you do we don't want to be so um uh, obsessed with planning things at an organizational level, but we forget the people that actually mix up the organization. And we also don't want to be so micro in terms of going to each individual, but we fail to look at the big picture, the overarching directions and stuffs, you know, based on our organizational level, and hence they come together. And I guess what's really interesting about today's episode is um, applying PNOD in this unique um, um, sector of NGO, you know, and I hope that more people get inspired by what you're sharing and those of you who are keen to find out more, you know, please um, connect with Reggie as well. So um, thank you once again, Reggie, for joining us today. And um, to the rest of you who are tuning in, uh, look out for further episodes as we bring forth once again uh, the voices of people in the PNOD space to share about what we do and to tap into our wisdom on what inspired us to begin our journey and the journey and to where we are today. So this is the Podex podcast and we hope to catch you soon in the next episode. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.